Dr. Angel, this is Go Yard, and I am Mama Mac, and you are Dr. Angel. I am. See, at the beginning of the show, I know who you are. By the end of the show, I'm always confused. You know, it is confusing. It's is Thursday there, night. It's yeah, a long week. Yeah, right. And I go, who is that person sitting there that's always in purple? Who? Yeah. Who? I, I, yeah. I mean, seriously, now with purple glasses. So it's all exactly. purple. It's a purple thing. I'm a purple. You are. Purple. Uh, what is purple that? Purple people time? eater? Purple people eater. Yeah. <laughs> One-eyed one. Yeah. Something like that. Flying purple people. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, welcome to Go Yard. And we are excited to be here every Thursday night. We love it. We love it. We love doing the show. We've been doing it now. And we're in our sixth year. Yes, we are. That is very hard to believe. Yes, we. Yes, it is. Every I mean, Thursday it just night. feels like we blinked and now we're six years in. Yes, we are. And we have such a good time. Uh, we have been, since the COVID calamity hit back in February, actually late January, we started in March, about mid-March, doing a series called Coping with the COVID Calamity. Um, and I just was on the phone with somebody in another state just now as I pulled up and telling them that, you know, they were having concerns over everything going on. Listen to our series. It is here on TantalkNetwork.com. Go to the podcast tab, then hit the little purple Internet thing. And then you it opens a page of all the shows here on Tantalk Network, which are a lot of shows. Um, and go to the name of this one, Go Yard, and then it'll open the page for podcasts. And you can find all those shows we did, 13 shows shows, I think, on coping with a COVID calamity. Why would they want to do that? Well, you know what? Uh, we're in difficult times and trying times yes, and we are. ever-changing times, and that leads to a lot of uncertainty and anxiety and change, and so it, they're great tools to help us you know, get through. Absolutely. Um, we like to mention, because she makes me do this every week, that Dr. Angel Falzoni is a licensed mental health counselor and a Ph.D., did I get it right? You did get it right. You got it correct. <laughs> and my name. I'm impressed. Yeah, I know. I, I am too. But when you hear our your commercial, the Tommy cut for you mid mid show, it's really impressive, right? It's very, yes. I think he did everything you told him to do, so yeah. So uh, anyway, uh, no, Dr. Angel, we we come from an area of experience in counseling, dealing with people. Me as a pastor for many, many years, we won't say how many years because you will make fun of me. So it's been a whole long time of pastoral counseling. Um, and so we have really dealt with people with, with their, their, their problems. And you do it on an ongoing basis yes, full time in private practice. Yes. And you know... And right now are some really difficult times in mental health. People yes. are really struggling. They are. They are. And last week we started a new series, but we're calling it Essential Attitude Adjustments in the Time of COVID. 
Yes. We always like these real long titles. Why do you make up such long uh, titles? Uh, um, you make up the oh, titles. Oh, okay. <laughs> Essential attitude. See, you called me on that. Essential attitude adjustments in the time of COVID. Because a lot of us, our attitudes have gotten kind of off the rails. Uh, yes, they have. Uh, and you, would you explain that based on your private practice? Well, I will explain that based on all the experiences I've been having, um, not just in practice. <laughs> okay. Um, but yes, I mean, it's hard. We've It's like we've been in this pressure cush- cooker and yes. this unknown right. degree, and, and the heat keeps getting turned up. Right, and sure. there's no, like, finished baking time. Like, we have no light in the end of the tunnel. and We really don't. The longer this pressure sits on us, the more we're, we're constantly bombarded with doom and gloom messages, negative messages constantly. And what we take in starts to become, those thoughts start to become our feelings and then our feelings start to become our attitudes. And so right. now yes. we are you know, explain it. months into this and we it's are. into the attitude. And I talked to someone this morning who was saying that she was so confused by the mixed messages uh, between, you know, we don't have a centralized message health-wise goes out. There's just a lot of other things, people commenting, and, well, I don't think it's that bad, and, oh, I think it's terrible, and, and you know, I don't think you're that at risk. I think you're going to die. I mean, you know what I mean? It's it, the the mixed messages are frustrating to a lot of us. It, it really is, and, the, and they're very um, extremely mixed. Like, you know, you, just like you were saying, like, um, very divided in the mix. And so, like, we don't even know where to get information from. Like, right. what's a reliable source? Like, I literally, on my way here, had a conversation with my 18-year-old son who was like, Mom, like, if you put this in Google, this gives you the message. And if you put this in Google, you get a completely opposite message. Oh, and, wow. Really? And I'm like, wow. That's a very good example of what's is. going on. Right. And so where do we get exactly reliable information and data? What's the truth? Well, and the other thing is that the more we listen, usually the tendency is to get more and more discouraged and fearful. Yes. Right? Because the message is never, like, good. Like, the treatment is here, and y'all line up at the drugstore and get your shot. You well, know, it's not like that Exactly. Well, and then when you have mixed messages, you have all this ambiguity, and so... You know, we know this, but we don't know that. Like, if even if uh, the message we had was more on the negative, if we had solid, consistent, the same message, right? We could get tools, we could cope, and we would be doing a lot better than we're doing now. So, do you think? I'm just asking your professional opinion. Do you think then that part of people's frustration is the mixed messaging? That's a huge part of frustration. I, I, you know, since I've been hearing this lately from people, I am beginning to believe it is really getting to mm-hmm. a lot of people that we just need some more clear-cut, yes, it is this, it is that. And um, the good thing I think that's happened in the last week or so is there's more and more people aware that masks must be worn. Yes. That seems to be something that's happening that becomes a little more standard behavior, it seems like. It has become more of a standard behavior. But then I pull up a news article yesterday, and a major retail outlet says, no, you don't have to wear masks in our store. Oh, after so many of them said you did. Exactly. So there goes back to this mixed message. Like, right. do you wear a mask? Do you not wear a mask? Like, what do you do? So with that being said, and we agree on that, that there's a lot of mixed messaging. How is that affecting our emotional behavior, our emotional feelings? How, how are we 
How are we translating the mixed message thing into our everyday living? Um, it's like we're living on a roller coaster okay. emotionally. And so you love roller coasters. I do not. I would not say I love roller coasters. I would say I ride roller coasters. Yes, you do ride them with your children. I do not. I refuse. I watch. <clears throat> Hi, bye. And uh, but but emotionally, we can't. We don't like roller coasters. No. You know that pit in the, your stomach? Because I have been on a few. Oh yes. From dares from my kids, but clear at the very top, and you you're seat looking down, and you're like, oh no. You know what's coming, right? You know what's coming, right? That feeling up there. I think a lot of people are having that kind of a feeling. Yeah, and it's like they're waiting for the bottom to drop out. Yeah. And is it around this corner? Is it in this door? Is it here? Like, when's the bottom dropping? Like, right. And so we live on this constant edge of waiting for the next bad thing. And so what does that do to our um, physical bodies? Our emotional lives, our mental health, what does all that do? Oh, boy, it totally stresses it out. Okay. You know, so our poor little, you know, emotions are taxed in this roller coaster. So um, cognitively in our brains, we, we don't know what information's okay, what's true, what's reliable, what's, what's yeah. what. So we have nothing to make really great decisions based on. Like we just have this mixed, huge mixed messages happening. And so like we can't go in and like use logic and things to kind of like settle us down. So like right. these tools that we would typically use when we're going through difficulties like they're not existent and so it's you know our heart rates are increased our yes, yes. you know our blood pressure is increased our stress hormones our cortisol and you know our adrenaline is just being flooded across our bodies constantly constantly and that what does that do to us oh boy well from having you know gastrointestinal issues i can't i can't tell you the number of people that are telling me i'm just always nauseous <laughs> that's okay. what stress right. does to us okay. and you know it can do that to us or I'm, I'm hearing people say like I feel like I'm going to have an aneurysm okay like they're living in this constant <laughs> state of like feeling like their head has got yeah. so much pressure yeah. that it that that's the only thing they know to relate it with it's like this pressure, pressure. squeezing on them pressure 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 mm-hmm. uh, some of you will notice tonight we have the placard up here on the table with the call in number at 727-441-3000 if you would like to call in, make a comment, or ask a question tonight, Tommy, our engineer in the control room, will answer the phone and will direct you to us if you would like to do that. Go Yard, and I'm, I, I'm not forgetting where we are in this discussion, but Go Yard is all about baseball. And I find it fitting that we have a Go Yard show tonight on the n- very night that what is happening? Oh, uh, we have some baseball. Baseball. Bang. Where's it? Here you go. Gotta hit that. You gotta oh, hit, yeah, we have to hit the, hit the bell. For that. Baseball tonight, yes. And, you know, that's one of the things that's been so hard during this is we haven't had sports and things that we all, all kind of sink into and relax in and de stress in. I do anyway. Sure, I do too. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, baseball returns tonight. Um, and this show is. We're, we're excited. This show of is excited, excited because it's like one of those things that we can rely on, like that we can count on, right? Like that we know it's sixty there. games are coming up, and, exactly. And right. so here, you know, you know, through all that we've been through, you know, as, as a country and as a nation and as a world, like having that little piece of like 
something that takes us away from all the chaos in the moment, right. like even for a few hours, is such a warm it's, welcome. It's, it is. So, uh, yay, baseball. We're excited. Um, let's go back to this point that we were making about just the the attitude. So the title of this series was two shows, uh, Essential <laughs> Attitude Adjustments in the Time of COVID. Why do we have to make some attitude adjustments? Because you kind of set the predicate for it right here by saying, hey, this all is taking its toll on us. It, it really is taking its toll on us. And so the longer we're sitting in these negative attitudes, these defeated attitudes, these right. attitudes of uh, worry, of depression of chronic loneliness like the longer we sit in there now the more it's going to negatively impact our mental health our physical health our relational health um and so we're kind of sitting ourselves in the spiral right yeah, now we are what do you say dr angel to a person who who is like in, comes in your path your life path whatever here they are and they are so depressed so discouraged so defeated by all of this what do you say to them Wow. Well, what I, do our listeners say to them? Well, what, what I what Without I say Without all is, the degrees that you have, right? <laughs> Just common people conversation. Sure, and, and part of it is is we gotta we have to turn off the messages first of all. We gotta stop this flood of all this inconsistent and negative and chaotic messages. We have to take a break from it. Sure. We have to stay in the moment. Like I am really working with people right now. Like and when we're in this moment. We're not concerned with everything tomorrow is going to bring right. or a week or a month or next year. Uh, we're not sitting back and worrying about, you know, what's already happened or what we've lost. Like we're not sitting in those moments when we're in this moment. If it's reading a book, if it's listening to music, that it's if it's watching something silly on TV that keeps you. In silly helps me a moment. lot. It has to be something. It can't yeah. be something serious. No. You know, and a lot of a lot of people are like, oh, I really like like dramas and like, no, 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 don't. This isn't the time for the crime TV series. Like, right. this is the time to turn on <laughs> something just like Airplane or right. you know, I exactly. Love Lucy. Yeah. Like, I, I've watched. I've been watching um, Dick Van Dyke. Like, just getting into something simple. Like yeah. it gives our bodies a break. Well, it says in the in the scripture in Proverbs that um, laughter does good, like medicine, right? To very us, very true. And, and that it's really true. It know? really is true because when we're we're laughing, we are releasing those healthy protective chemicals in right. our brain, and yeah. we need those right now because we have so much pulling and feeding the negative ones. Oh, we do. We absolutely do. Um, we talked last week about being a little out of balance, all of us. Don't, don't you think we are? Yes. Kind of uh, uh, one minute we're this way, the next minute we're that way, you know? We're it's just kind like, of like we're like the flat tire, you know, how it's like, oh, boom, yeah. boom, boom. Like I was we're thinking kind of more like, like teenagers that I've had <laughs> and you've had, right? Yes. And how one minute they're like, yeah, everything's fine. Next minute, their whole world is destroyed. True story. Right? Yeah. And you're and like, nothing really happened in between. <laughs> and we're just like, what? Yeah. No, we are. We're we very are, out We're of very balance. much kind of like that right mm -hmm. now. Because even somebody's little comment that they may make innocently, like, oh, boy, it's getting so bad. I mean, whoa, whoa. It can really send us into a tailspin, a big tailspin, and they don't. And people don't even have to make comments about like what's happening currently. Like they may have a, a look, or maybe they didn't respond to something the way we thought they should. And then we're like, 
really upset about it or we're offended or we feel like they hurt our feelings like we're really we're misreading and miscommunicating a lot right now exactly and one of my pet peeves is um are these uh i don't know how to explain it nicely here these very negative things put on facebook like somebody sends something they find on a video somewhere or whatever that is doom and gloom yes that is uh we're all going to be dead by august yes. uh, we're uh, i mean i've seen i've had people send me stuff that uh there will not be washington dc by november there will be we will all be dead by january you know right. god said and they, they do that kind of oh, stuff. Yes. And that just... It's so, ah! I know, it's frustrating, <laughs> isn't it? Yes, because, you know, we're not being helped, folks, if we're watching doom and gloom things that supposedly God said to someone. Right. Right? And it's been re retweeted or re-whatever, uh, reposted like 100 times or 500 times or 700 times, whatever. It, it's... That's not doing us any good. That's what I'm trying to say. Do you agree with that? I absolutely agree. You're supposed to always agree with me. And I don't always agree, but I'm really going to agree on you. You are going to agree with that? We have to stop feeding it. We do, yes. Turn off the social media. Turn off the news. Stop searching, you know, your search engines. Like, stop. We have to stop it. Well, here's my theory on that. Because if, if let's say you watch this little video and it comes back, by the end of it, you are depressed. You're discouraged. My gosh, we're all going to be dead by December. So why are we even, let's just go rack up our credit cards and go have a good time. Oh, exactly. Right? If this is, so what is it? Those kinds of things are not from God is the point I want to make here. Those kinds of things are destructive. Because God encourages, he builds us up. He brings us peace. He brings us joy. No place does he bring chaos, confusion, death, despair, tell you your life is over, you're a mess, everything. And I'm saying that as a pastor. Yes. Okay, and I just throw that little spiritual thing in there. So, guys, weigh what you're watching. Yes. That's kind of weigh what you're watching. Yes. Yes, weigh what you're watching and turn it off. And for those who say, well, I, I just thought it, you know, that's my friend sent it to me. Have some self control. Yes, you don't and, have to open it. And you start watching it, and then it's bad. Let it go. Yeah. Talk to me on that. Why get a drink of water? Yes, yeah, so, and we ha- see, and that's where our responsibility is in this. We have to take. We can't. You know, we talked last week about. You know, we can't control what's happening, but this is where we can control. Yes, we can. I can control the messages I'm allowing to come in in front of me and into my life and into my world. I can control that. You know, and I think right now we are so stuck in this negative thinking. I can't do this. I can't do that. I've heard I can't all week in the counseling room because life is limited. What I throw back is what can you do? Right. Yeah. Let's make that list. Right. Let's start there. Yeah. What can you do? Because right. there's so much we can do to help ourselves right now. Absolutely. And to help others and not get drugged down in this pit of despair. So last week we talked about the three C's that are really taught in AA groups, Al-Anon groups, whatever. You didn't cause it. You can't control it. You can't change it. Yes. Things like that. Right. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of those C words. I mean, there's others. But but the whole point is that even if you're dealing with a person in your life who has a lot of problems with addiction in some area, it, in Al-Anon, they teach you, hey, did you are you the one that told your your addict 
relative or spouse or whatever to are you enabling that if you're not enabling it you know you've got to cut yourself some slack that's what i'm trying to get at we and we do have to cut ourselves some slack but here here's the new you know you brought the a word up addiction here's the new addiction is this addiction to what's happening going on around us like it's there's this i'm seeing this addiction in people where they they just can't take take themselves away from it they're constantly it's like watching a bad train consuming it yes mm-hmm. and then it gives them something did you hear what so-and-so said did you hear what so-and-so said well here's what's really happening and that's a lie but this isn't a lie and you know and a lot of times it's politically driven oh, whether I'm, you believe this or you believe that and we got to be so careful on that because all of these things drag us down whatever Whatever yes. negative message you're listening to and believing. You know, and I think part of that's driven by, like, this human need of, like, I want to have this inside information. Yeah. And so everyone, you know, a lot of people are kind of, like, reaching in to see who's got the inside information that's going to be accurate. I mean, kind of like when we have hurricane season here, oh, right? right, Like, yes. every news station is constantly bombarding us with... Yeah the hurricane it's doom and gloom we're stressed out but you know there's always that one news station who wants to be the most accurate right. in giving us the yes. storm track and then they want to remind us for years that they pegged that storm right. track right like that's what we're kind of doing as a culture that's interesting yeah so it's about attention true and having this i don't know inside, inside information. information yes Okay. And yeah, and that would be the the motivation behind these little videos or whatever they are about doom and gloom and destruction. Absolutely. And they have all been either A, politically driven or B, uh, religiously driven or C, both of them and right. have them intertwined. But the- well, it's I'm sure God's like going, really? Don't use my name on that stuff. You know, <laughs> I, I can tell you it is destructive. And so we have got we have to stop. Yeah. We, we ha- have to stop because the whole the whole sh- point of this two part series, essential attitude adjustments during COVID, is that we have to do something about our attitudes. Nobody else is going to do that for us. Yes, right. Absolutely, you're responsible for your own attitudes. We are, you right? know, and, and I talk about the hand of control. What we control, you know, I control my thoughts. I control my feelings, I control my attitudes, I control my behaviors, and all of those feed into each other in the loop. Thoughts becomes feelings, becomes attitudes, becomes behaviors. Right. So that's where we have control. Did y'all catch that? Thoughts? Becomes feelings. Feelings. Feelings becomes attitudes. Attitudes will become behaviors. That's so right on. That feeds right back into Mm -hmm. thoughts. Yes, it does. And so, yeah, exactly. So... With that said, there's hope here, mm-hmm. and we want our listeners to hear that, right? That this negativity that's out there, you are the only one that's able to draw a line in the sand and say, okay, when I see something like that and I start to open it up and watch it the first minute and it's so, turn it off. You have the ability to turn it off. You do. And that's and not, what you control. And not forward it 500 of your closest friends. Yes. Yes. There, Facebook's doing the same thing again there, Tommy. Just uh, went blank in here. Don't know why. We think we're still on the live. The camera's still on. So camera we're looks go like with it's it. still on. Okay. All right. So, um, and I think comments are not working. Yes. Right? I do not know. Comments we'll don't see. seem to be working. 
So don't know what's going on there. But anyway, we're glad you joined us today on Go Yard. We've got more to talk about on this whole uh, essential attitude adjustments during COVID. Um, and as always, we want to hear from you. You can you can actually call in now in the last part of the show if you want to comment or ask a question, 727-441-3000. And we always encourage you to go to our website, goyard2014.org. And I was in there today realizing we got to get some of these shows on the website. I've, I've had too much on my plate, so we got to get that done. We will. So we're caught up through last year, 19, but we've <laughs> got to get some of these, that series, on our website. So the best way to find it right now before we put it on our website is go to TantalkNetwork.com, go to podcast, hit the blue internet button, and then go to the name of the show, Go Yard. We'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. Falzoni specializes in a variety of therapeutic areas including trauma, depression, anxiety, post-traumatic stress disorder, stress management, self-esteem, interpersonal relationships, ADHD, behavioral addictions, as well as spirituality issues. A Florida native, she holds multiple degrees including a bachelor's in education and philosophy, a master's of arts in professional counseling and marriage and family therapy, and a PhD in psychology. Dr. Angel is also a Florida licensed mental health counselor. She has worked with youth and adolescents for 14 plus years and has worked extensively in women's mental health for the past six years. She has worked in agencies providing mental health services to family and youth at high risk. 
Dr. Angel is an accomplished psychotherapist who works with children, teens, adults, couples, and families. Dr. Angel has advanced training and experience in working with LGBTQ-specific individuals and issues. Dr. Angel can help you. Just call for an appointment at 727-501-6557 or online at drangelsdevelopment.com. Dr. Angel Falzoni, support for individuals, couples, and families. 727-501-6557. Prompt professional service is what you will receive when you allow Marsha McAllister of Charles Rittenberg Realty to help find that perfect home or list your home for sale. With over 23 years of experience in the Tampa Bay area, you will enjoy a smooth transaction from start to finish. Call Marsha today at 727-417-0707. Now is a great time to buy or sell a home. Call Marsha McAllister at 727-417-0707. This is the Tantalk Radio Network. decide to do it again today because it's talking about uh rising up above what's going on right well you know yes it's an encouraging song it is. it's a peaceful song it is it's yeah it gives you hope yeah yes. it gives you hope welcome back to the second half of uh uh go yard i start to say living a good life that's our sunday show <laughs> so some of you don't even know that we have a sunday show every sunday and have for 14 years right here on this radio network three o'clock every sunday afternoon living a good life so uh back to go yard because that's the one we're on tonight right yeah so we're on essential attitude adjustments so we need to make some adjustments because for a lot of people this whole covid calamity is causing tremendous despair and fear and anxiety and stress and a whole lot more and a whole lot more like the the longer this is going on the longer this list is getting and the more severe this list is getting it is it really is um last week when you talked about we didn't cause it we can't control it but we never really got into the we can't change it so um, why is it that we can't change this situation? Wow. Wow. Um, Not yes. five hours It's a that? worldwide <laughs> yeah. issue. So right. one single human being is not going to change this right. Right. Uh, problem. Um, and, and we have to recognize on the global and national and local, like, level, like individually, we, we aren't going to be able to change. We we don't have to like it but we are where we are and we, we are. can we cannot change what's coming in around us but we can change what we let in us exactly and what we let come back out of us so there is a sense that we have to accept where we are right now and maybe that's where some people are struggling they're just fighting against that hey we're in the middle of a pandemic worst one in 100 years in this nation True. And there's a lot of fighting it. And I think people think like, you know, if I'm fighting it, I'm controlling it or changing it. No, you're not. You're making things more difficult for yourself. 
So for the ones that, who say stubbornly, I am not going to wear a mask. I am not going to do anything to tell me to do. I am going to just do what I want to do. There's a lot of people I've like that. so much of this. They can't force me to do this. They yes. can't do it, that. It's, it's almost like a... They're feeling so much that they've lost control of so many aspects of their lives, like we can't go to the ball field, et cetera, right? That they're holding on to anything and everything, like pushing back so hard at everything. Right. Yes. And so there's got to be somebody to blame, quote unquote, right? Or there's got to be, um, I mean, we, we're, we feel powerless. We feel powerless. We are powerless like and when it are. comes to yeah. what's going on around us here. We are, we, we can't make you know yeah this just go away or everyone get better and not have this problem but we can change how much it really impacts and infiltrates inside of us and our mental health and our relational health and our physical health absolutely that's our control um we started to touch on this last week I, we see a lot of anger in people right and it may be totally unrelated or appears to be totally unrelated to a given situation perhaps mm-hmm. Uh, but then they just pop off, right? And it's been really, yes, you know, short fuse firecrackers. So the other night I hit the um, drive-thru. I was working late, and I needed to get dinner for my hungry boy. So I hit the drive-thru at um, the Taco Bell. And it was not a very long line, but it we were in that drive-thru for a half hour. Well, evidently, the guy behind me was so upset that the drive-thru was slow. He landed on his horn the entire oh, oh. time. Oh, that's horrible. Like that didn't make anything go faster. It right. didn't. It didn't help anything except for it was made a already frustrating situation even more frustrating. Yeah, right. But that's what we're seeing. Yes, that's the kind we of stuff are. that's happening. Yeah, and and so we kind of touched on the fact that we would talk a little bit tonight about kindness. Yes. Because if we can change anything, we can't change the spread of the pandemic unless you do your part to wear a mask and be careful. Right. True. Uh, and if you're sick, stay home, things True. like that, right? That we all know, or we should know by now, that's what we have to do. And wash your hands and use wash sanitizer and, and all yes. of that stuff. But we can control how we react to very frustrating situations, right? Yes. Why should we control that? Uh, well, that's where our power lies, first of all. And so, you know, w- what we're trying to do is take control of all the things that we can't have it, and then we're relinquishing control of all the things we're supposed to be taking control of. Give us an example of that. So, so we follow your th- train of thought. Okay. I know it's a little uh, paradoxical a little bit, right? In a way, so, yeah. So we're trying to control what the government's doing and what the disease is doing and what school, I mean, their lawsuits over school opening is like astronomical right now. Like I've heard of several lawsuits really? have been fired over, um, filed over this. Like we're trying to control all these things that are way outside of us and not really within our realm of control going on around us. But what we should be taking control over, like our thoughts and our feelings and yes. our attitudes yes. and our actions. We aren't. We're just like, hey, free for all, letting it go. Like, there's no consequences to what we're doing. There are consequences. And we're paying those consequences. And I think a lot of times when people post some rant on Facebook, let's say, a lot of times those are just copied from somebody else's rant. Yes, they are. They are. Most of the time I see it. Oh, my gosh, three posts later, I see it again. You yes, know? exactly. It's everybody's, that's the, the rant of the day or the week, right? But when people do that, it, does it make them feel better? 
You know, I, honestly, I don't. I'm, I'm asking not sure. you as a professional. I'm not sure what they're getting from it. I think it makes people feel validated. I think it okay. makes them feel like they have control over something. I think it makes them feel heard. Okay. Um, but it definitely continues to feed the negative loop cycle that we're in. Right. It does. So back to kindness. How does kindness to yourself? How do we, how can we be kind to ourselves in the midst of this and kind to others? And and go ahead. Sure. I mean, first of all, kindness is an antidote to what we're going through. Okay. Because kindness, it's breaking that negative loop that we're having, that negative information and the fear and anxiety and uncertainty. And so kindness is sending positive. When we do an act of kindness for ourselves, we are feeding back into ourselves. We're filling back up our little buckets inside of us. We, we need to have, you know, that make us, we're valuable. We're important. We are precious. We are finite. Like we're kind to ourselves. That means we are patient. Right. That means we, yeah, Maybe get an extra nap in or take a little extra rest knowing that things are more challenging, that that's being kind to ourselves. Um, when we're kind to others, not only are we feeding that kindness back into ourselves, but we're also now feeding it in to another person. And so they're getting the release of healthy um, dopamine and healthy releases of chemicals in their brain that make them feel like they're valuable, they're seen, they're not alone in this. Like, and so it's- They're gonna be okay, it's, there's yes. hope. That, you know, they're nice thing, nice people are out there. Like, oh my gosh, so, you know, my, my early morning Wawa's trip, this morning was no, no, uh, I went to my Wawa's trip this morning for my big tall cup of Thursday morning coffee, because this is a long day for me. and. There's this, and it was dark out, and you know, so it's early. And there's this little gentleman, older gentleman, sitting outside. And I, I walked by him, and I'm like, "Good morning, sir. I hope you have a nice day." Like I just looked over and said that, and I went in and got my coffee, and I came out, and he's like, "Bless you so much for saying that." Like he was crying oh that gosh. somebody stopped <laughs> just to say, say that, say something to him, say hi. I hope you have a nice day. Wow. And like he was just so teared up over the joy that that one comment made to him. Okay, so with this whole concept of kindness versus being so into the tragedy that's going on, because it is a huge tragedy. Yes, it is. It's gripped our globe, right? It's humongous. It's huge. It's huge here in Florida and Texas and all over. But instead of being so consumed by that, we have to give out... um, give out the kindness, give out attention to others. Because I think what happens is we're so self-absorbed with how this is affecting me, mm-hmm. right? And we're not seeing how it's affecting somebody else. Exactly. Or how not only is all this tragedy affecting someone else, but how am I affecting somebody else? Right. And, you know, going back to other tragic events that's happened in history, like the Holocaust, which was a horrific, Horrible thing. tragic I mean, I can't even think of words to describe that situation. Yet there were some people who survived. We have a caller. Um, Oh, we do. Do we want to take that? And I'll go back and finish my. Uh, You want to finish your thought in a minute? Okay, go ahead. Caller. Caller. Yes. uh, Good evening. This is Betty. Hi, you. How are you? Well, I, you know, I'm listening to two of my uh, favorite uh, talk radio people tonight okay uh, good and i just i just wanted to um ask a question 
Please do. If I may. You may. Um, one, of, one of the things that I have noticed, and it makes a difference with me, is that the, the more kindness that I give, it seems like people are not as receptive to it as, you know, we would think. Um, a lot of times if you call, you send, you know, send a text or whatever, people don't answer you back. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that, that I have found out is that they are so um, in, in depth and involved in media right, and, you know, different things that are taking their mind off of more positive, yes. you know, influence. Is there anything that we can do um, as individuals to help others to feel more safe, to feel more secure, that they're not um, to maybe try to give up a lot of the fear that they're engaging in or the anger? Uh, We have a lot of people up here in Michigan that are angry because we are mandated, um, you know, to wear masks. And people are angry. People are driven by anger and fear. Is yeah. there anything that you that you can recommend um, as uh, you know, as a, a doctor uh, of psychology that we can do as individuals to try to squelch some of the the hatred and the anger and fear? It's a good question. It's a great question. Um, it's not an easy answer. Um, however, some of the things that we can do is first of all walk in peace Mm -hmm. um, be that example of peace where we go and that we can give those acts of kindness and of goodwill and knowing we are probably not going to get a response back but we're planting a seed right and so um, and just kind of knowing that right now people are very over consumed and anger and fear and all kinds of stuff and so they aren't going to be as responsive as yeah, they during times when we don't have all this going on but we should that shouldn't stop us from planting the seeds of kindness oh I I totally agree um, totally agree. and and so many times we really don't know what to say to somebody when they're like really angry or having a scene or whatever and here betty is where i know that you will agree with me uh a lot of times just praying on the inside of us for that person that's a gift that you can give them without even saying a word but a smile they don't have any idea you're praying for them right then you know that's just that's just my little pastoral thing i'm throwing in there uh dr angel any other ideas that you can well, and you know, I just think it's really important that we we're walking in that peace, right? You know, and so we, in it, you know, we're human. We're going to feel the human feelings, but we don't have to act in them. We don't have to. They don't have to become our attitudes. We can learn to let some of that go and take the control that we do have over what's going on in and inside of us and blocking you know, those negative messages right. and, and looking for the positive and looking for the I cans. And, you know, when and people are the having, I cans looking for what I can do, you know, I can do a lot. I could, you know, I've heard, you know, so many people talking about all the weight they've gained from, you know, quarantine and staying home more and whatever, you know, instead of running to the cupboard to those snacks that we really don't want because our clothes are getting tight. 
how about going through the cupboards and collecting the extra stuff and bring it to a local food bank? That's sure. what I can do. Right. That's you a know, good and idea. looking into the I cans around That's good. Me. I like that. Yeah. And you can always say to people, hey, did you know baseball started tonight? Because <laughs> that'll help them, too, you know? Okay. Sure. Right? Does. Well, I, I've, I've noticed that um, one of the things that I need to do but haven't done is exercise. Right. Um, I... I purchased a bicycle for the first time, you know, in 50 years. Uh, and it has helped. It has helped my mental health um, a lot um, is exercise. Yes, And getting out, definitely. Into the, out into the, to the outdoors, it's finally warmed up up here. So exercise helps, I think. Oh, definitely. helped me. And, you know, just, you know, saying uh, to people, you know, have a blessed day or trying to spread the happiness that, uh, you feel um, inside, and but I, you know, I really appreciate your your insight and your thoughts on so many subjects regarding this COVID calamity. And I I appreciate you both. Well, Thank you for taking my call. And no problem. No, hey, another you. suggestion, Betty, is individually if we find a place of peace. For me, it's the Dunedin Causeway. It's very near to my house, and I love it. And sometimes I kayak, sometimes I don't. But I'm just sitting there and relaxing and resting. Uh, I think it's an, it's good to encourage others to find their place of peace. You know, it may be in a favorite yes. chair uh, with a good book. You know, yes. to get your mind off. The whole point is find your place of peace and quiet, and get your mind off of what's going on. Absolutely. And, you know, and this is a great time to do that. You know, I just started reading a book for fun, which I rarely read for fun because I'm always reading for information because I'm, right. I'm a little geek and I like information. So I picked up a, a silly little nonfiction. Actually, it's a teen and adolescent book and I'm enjoying the story and it, it's lighthearted and it and it's a good story. And so sitting in those moments in the in the chair before I go to bed, like it just helps calm me down. Sure. And so we have to, you know, and not feeding the anger, we don't want to respond to others in anger. No, so we when don't. people are cutting us no. off or honking at us, it's we have to resist that urge to kind of Re- react respond, and react. we want to respond yeah. in kindness That's as right. much as we can yes thank you betty we love you thank you for calling in appreciate it all right thank you guys uh, so dr angel for somebody out there who's saying okay these are nice ideas but things happen and i do hear the news or i do hear somebody tell me this terrible thing or i do hear mixed messages on the news and i don't know what to believe and whatever what if what if we just try to settle all that with there's going to be different opinions. Yes. And that different opinions amount to a lot of the mixed messages. Yes. Right? Yes. Do you want to go with that thought? Sure. And you know, and that and that's okay that we can think differently and believe differently and, and that's what makes us unique and individuals. We don't all have to everyone doesn't have to agree with the way I think or I see or my view. We that's not a you know we want to let people think differently, but I can still control what I'm letting come in and how I'm letting it affect me. And if I'm that person who I'm hearing the stuff and it's bothering me, or I'm feeling anxious, or I'm feeling that mm-hmm. lump in my right, 
gut. Like, you know, we know our muscles are more tense. Our backs are starting to hurt. Yes, our necks yes, are hurting. Our yes. heads, we're getting more frequent headaches. Like We wake up in the middle of the night and we don't know what's bothering us. And, and like this panic. We get the yes. lump in your throat. Like when you right. just can't even swallow, you feel like your breath is, you know, shallow or short. And you just feel like you can't breathe right. Like those are the signs that this is bothering you. Right. And that's when we have to like... Stop it. Like, you know, if you put your hand on a burning stove, you're, it's going to be hot. And you're going to take your hand away, right? Well, right. we have a burning stove kind of and, and what's going on. We do. And we're just putting our hand on the burner and leaving it there. And then we're crying that it's burning our flesh. Yeah. We have to take it off. We have to do something about what we're listening to. Yes. And limit the amount. And um, for me personally, I'm, I'm not telling you what to do, folks. And this is not political. I'm just saying... Um, Growing up in a medical family, being married, having been married to a doctor and all that, I like to put stock in a medical opinion, okay, like a Dr. Fauci, mm-hmm. right, or somebody like that, medical people that have been doing this in that field for years. And so when someone say, well, I heard this or I heard that, well, was that a fact-based medical opinion? Okay, so that's that has decreased my stress. That when I hear something that I realize, you know, did not come from a medical expert, then, you know, I take it with a grain of salt. Well, sure. I mean, and then kind of considering our sources, absolutely, that's really important. You know, when that's we're the getting, way, that's the fancy word for it. Consider the source. Yeah, consider your source. And, and is this a credible? Is this a reliable? Right. Is this, sure. You know, based in, in science, or is this based in emotion? Is this based in you know what it, what's under what's going on? And so, so we know what you know or politics. Be careful about that. But sure, I ahead. mean, and so, you know, I just you know where I was talking earlier. I just had this conversation with you know my son when we look at research. Anybody can make research say anything you want it to say. That's so what I'm trying to say. Yeah, they can. You can. Yeah. I mean, right. Just depends on how you report the numbers and which numbers you report. So at the end of the day, looking at what's credible, what's scientific, exactly. or if you're just you just don't even want to have to figure that out, then just turn it off. It's turn okay. it off. Turn it off. Watch and baseball. Be safe. There's not anything wrong with being safe and protecting yourself. Right. And doing do what doing you, you know to do. do. And I guess if the whole gist of one thing we're trying to say is be kind to yourself and kind to others because that will come back and bless your life and also decrease your stress it's going to it's going to protect you it's going to help you get through this it's going to keep you finding hope and positive feelings and you know there are some people that are walking around and and you see the peace on them i mean they're they're still finding joy and contentment and and there are some people walking around and they're just sheer panic all over their faces and they bark and they're mean and they're nasty and what's the difference well all the outside pressures are the same right so it's what we're doing inside which is what i was beginning to say right before um betty called was you know the people who lived through the holocaust like that was a horrific horrific event but the people who really kind of thrived emotionally and mentally and physically inside were those who chose to find hope in a really really dire situation exactly and chose to think the best even though they weren't experiencing it exactly and that's a choice and that's a conscious choice we need to make so there you go 
essential attitude adjustments in the time of COVID. Uh, this was part two, part one. You can go back and listen to it from last week. It is already up here on TanTalkNetwork.com pod- podcast. I'm sorry, go to go yard, uh, and then you can listen to those. And I think in conclusion of this two-part series, we need to be the best we can be at imparting not just that kindness, but a peace. And when we impart peace, that we're at peace, mm-hmm. it causes others around us to say, okay, that, that looks like that feels good. I'll, I'm going to strive for that. Sure. And when we're at peace, it does help others feel safe because they it see that does. peace is possible. Yes. There you go. Um, the last thought I had when we were talking about that with Betty was, have you ever gotten this comfy blanket that you have? I have a couple of them. They're so comfortable. And when they're washed and they're in the dryer and you pull it out of the dryer and it still smells good from the detergent or, or fabric soft or whatever you use, and you just curl up on the sofa and put it all around you, right? Mm-hmm. That's like peace you know there it is it's that comfort that we need right now guys do something good for yourself and i mean find things that make you feel good and at rest and at peace yes like sitting by the water on the dunedin causeway like riding your bike or watching the baseball game tonight or listening to music or reading a book. All right. All of those things. There's a Great lot of things. things. Essential attitude adjustments in the time of COVID. Uh, we'll be back next week. And Dr. Angel, anything else you'd like to say to sum up? you got about one minute. You know, it, let's make a conscious choice for peace for us and to be kind to others. Amen. Let's do it. All right. So we always love being on the air with you. Tell your friends about our show. Go to TantalkNetwork.com. Go to podcasts and go to Go Yard and catch up with a lot of these shows. 13-part series on there from March through whenever that was of uh, how to handle and coping with this COVID calamity we're in. So go and listen to those shows, and they will help you. And who are you anyway? I'm Dr. Angel. You still are Dr. Angel. All right. I'm Mama Mac, and we'll see you next week on Go Yard. Good night. WTAN, Clearwater, FM 106.1, WDCF, Dade City, FM 102.3, WZHR, Zephyr Hills, FM 104.3. Listen.